Yo, 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 what's going on people? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Hard Hits Podcast. And finally, finally we're here after months and months of procrastinating and not getting it done. <laughs> but we finally, we finally got us up down and we're here to bring you the latest news in the hard-hitting sports, UFC and boxing. I go by the name of Man Like Doms, MLD, whatever you want to call me. And I'm here with my long-term friend and co-host, AB. Yo, yo, yo. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so um, basically we're just going to quickly jump into it. We're just going to tell you how we even got into UFC t- um, to start off with. So for me, I got into UFC when I was in uni with like my flatmates and that. Like when U- UFC used to be on BT Sport. That's a wild like, like, ago, isn't it? It was probably like, maybe like, oh, bro, I forget how old I am sometimes, bro. Maybe like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like six years now, actually. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, so. Because you kind of got involved in when it's like, and like Anderson Silva was on the top yeah when it wasn't really like that as glossy as it is now but even yeah. then back then it was more of a thing where it was just like people wearing like probably shirts and a and a root beer or anything yeah but I felt like I'm, I'm here for the smoke in it like I don't <laughs> I didn't know none of like for me the reason why I even got into it was because yeah alright cool Um, in uni you know obviously you're not going to bed at normal times isn't it UFC is no. in London or in the UK is on that ridiculous times on that like 3am yeah, the main cards and that yeah. so uh, we just we just used to stay up, uh, play Xbox or whatever, and then watch UFC when it was on at dumb times. And then, um, yeah, like, the thing that proper got to me was, I didn't know who these guys were, but it was more of a thing where I was so entertained by what was going on. I was like, no, 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 this is me. This is this is my thing. The I'm martial here. arts of it. Yeah. Cool. No, nah, not the martial arts. Let me not even let cap. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It was the violence, man. <laughs> I'm here for the violence. I'm here for the smoke, innit? But... Um, yeah, obviously it's a lot different to boxing. Boxing's more technical and stuff like that. Yeah. But obviously, as I got more into it, um, you start picking up and understanding like the wrestling aspect, the feints and all of that stuff. But um, I think you're the one that got me into uh, even um, UFC to be honest. Because for me, I'm more of a boxing guy. Like I love my boxing from like the back from Mike Tyson's time, you know, Mayweather's, all that sort of thing. Like I go way back in that sort of um, aspect, but. When you introduced me to like UFC, I was like, "This is barbaric." Yeah, like, I remember you was not on it. You was like, "How can you watch this? How can like, you, watch, you this? watch this stuff?" And like, it kind of grew up on me in terms of like what the art was about, what's what they do, and you know how they actually like score points on it, and what the whole concept was about. So I kind of grew on me, but I think for me, I needed someone to really like focus on because there's so many fighters yeah, under yeah, one yeah, umbrella. Yeah. But I didn't know, I didn't know the stars or who to even look at or follow because. After the case, like, obviously you see kind of like a new sort of sport compared to other sports, but yeah, it's like yeah. everybody in other existing sports had their own stars, so you knew who to follow and you need to get like understanding of it, like, you know, the Michael Jordans, yeah. even got, even none the Pelés and the Maradona. None, of, none of us, have you ever watched the whole golf game? Um, but you know who Tiger Woods is, you know who Tiger Woods is. Exactly, like, it's that exactly. sort of thing, like. You know who Rory McIlroy is. Yeah, like, you know, you know e- who these people even are. Even if like, you're not even tennis, like tennis, even it's the Wimbledon Federer, final. You know Sweden winners, winners. You know these people, but you don't follow the sport. Yeah, yeah. You've never had that. Yeah. Until yeah, basically the guy that we're going to talk about eventually in this main event in UFC two six four of Conor McGregor. Yeah. So so um, what's ever to do? Let's get involved in it. Yeah, but um, yeah. So just just another quick um. A couple, a couple of disclaimers in it. So um, I got a quick rule or two. 
Um, share this with two of your friends. Like, if, if you can, share it on Twitter. Share it on where, wherever you can. But people are more likely to listen to um, your advice if they're your close friend in it. So I would say, th- tell two people that you that you know about the pod. And help spread the word, innit? Like, let, let them know that we're here. Yeah. We're in the building. We're ready to go, bro. So, yeah. And we're on Instagram and Twitter as well at Hard Hits Podcast. Both, yeah. so, both apps. So, feel free to share us and follow us and let's get interactive. I think it's the best way we can share our knowledge and share your knowledge with us as well. And hopefully one day you might be special guests. You might be involved in the show. Yeah. Uh, get involved in the conversation. Use the hashtag Hard Hits Podcast. Um, uh, without no further ado. So, let's get into UFC... 264 um, so the first fight I think me personally I think that was the best fight of the night um, not not because it was a close fight but just because it was like like I said man's on violence isn't it like I like the violence <laughs> <laughs> sure I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of um, Sean O'Malley to be honest so um, he's fairly new though like I see him like obviously burst on scene quite recently but he's been around for a while but he's very new to me in terms of like He's got this image by him. He goes, he comes across like he's crusted the clown, but he can yeah, throw, yeah, yeah. throw a punch. I think, I think his thing is like he's he's been floating around like for a minute, but he's never really been at the top of his division because uh, he's always. He imagine like, Masvidal. He's been floating around for a time. Yeah, but he's had yeah, his, yeah. he's having his moment sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, but um, I I can't remember if he lost his last fight or not. But um, yeah. I, a lot of people, a lot of people don't like him because he is kind of cocky and then he's like very showy. You know when people have the fighting style of, like um. They drop their hands. They're always like just using head movement. They're not really blocking. Like people are like, bro, you're the not, you're not like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this um, Chris Mutinio, um, I've never seen him fight before. He's he's actually new, like a new fighter. But From if there's one thing I can say about him, he can take a punch, bro. Actually, <laughs> no matter of fact, scratch that. Yeah, he can take two hundred punches, bro. Man was yeah. getting, he was getting hit in the but head. He was standing bro. up. But I, the thing is, yeah, I hit like I rate it in it. Don't get me wrong. If you got. Anyone who's crazy enough to get in the ring yeah, and let someone punch you in the head, full you, you do, yeah, full respect because I ain't doing that shit, bro. No, nope. I, I ain't gonna lie, nope. I ain't doing that, bro. But the fact that I hear when people like kind of like throw in the towel or take a knee or quit or don't come yeah, up the yeah. chair, and people outside the ring will say that you know why would you quit at that time? Why do this? You have to understand what goes inside the person's mentality and mindset to go into Oscar when the doors are locked. And the lights are bright above you. Yeah. Like, you've got to understand the level of mentality you got to be. Like, you have to focus on that. And I feel that people misunderstand that because they're not in there in that situation. Yeah, like, for me personally, uh, speaking, of, speaking of the fight um, directly, um, like, Mitino, you can tell, like, he's, he's on this. Like, even though he wasn't really um, causing much many problems for O'Malley, but he, he was more, like, focused on that. Like, he was focused where he was in there. But he just wasn't... You could see the gap in skill. That that was the main thing. It was like, okay, cool. As a UFC fighter, you have to be able to take a punch or there's no point of you getting in the ring. And I think what he's done, even how badly he lost, he built his... Rep, he's built, like, some sort of respect from, like, casual fans and, like, people like us that are like, oh, no, rah. Like, he's actually... He he's can a, stand there, and yeah. he can, he can He can stand and fight, like, at least with a very good striker. But I didn't... After watching that fight... I don't really take. I didn't really take away anything other than he can take a punch. I don't know his style. Yeah. I don't know what he's good at. I don't know what he, the only thing he was. He was pressuring um, O'Malley like the whole fight. He was getting hit in the face, but he just kept walking, kept going forward, kept going forward. I think it was more of a thing to show, like, yeah, I'm not like I'm he not was some dickhead, didn't he? Can yeah, hold, he, yeah, can, yeah. He, can hold, he can hold himself down there, and like, I thought, like, you know what? Quit of him to go into the fight and doing that. 
but you all got off a more when it comes to this sort of sport. You yeah. got me throwing something back. Because um, there was a, there was a point in the fight where um, O'Malley dropped him as well. I think it was a, a a straight right that dropped him towards the end of the round, and I was just looking. I was like, "Oh, next round he's done. He's going to be finished. He's going to be done." But then he, that round he, he hung in, but you're still he was O'Malley was just mixing up his strikes: head 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 kicks, leg kicks, um, punches, body shots, everything, and it was just more show. It was more of a like O'Malley showcase, yeah. to be honest. Like it was exhibition. Like, yeah, it's like this is who I am. This is how good I am. Like and the thing they put get... under a, a famous card or yeah. you see he's going to get exposure to who this guy yeah like me personally I, I want to see O'Malley in the like uh, upper and fighting for titles in, within his division but um, but, in, who's, but that he's in bantamweight though right I think I think yeah I think he's a bantamweight as well but um, yeah um, but um, overall in the fight the fight result I mean even, even if um, Herb Dean didn't stop it, it he um Mitinia would have lost that fight anyway, but I think he was me, me personally, that stoppage it didn't really make too much sense because it was like thirty seconds left. He was still fighting back. He wasn't on the ground. He was standing, and then Herb Dean just kind of it was like a thing where it was like, all right, cool. You know, you, you've shown you you you've shown that you can take a punch, man. You've lost. Like, it's, it's you know cool. is, I think the guy had, the guy didn't put a reputation of to be like, can he hold yourself mm. up? Whereas other fighters like the Nate Diaz's and stuff have gone on longer. And has severe punches in their face, mm-hmm. and they're still there, and they're very allowed because they know by reputation this guy is still involved in the game. Mm-hmm. But because he's so new, people didn't really—they don't really know him or understand him. So the referee was doing his job, I feel, in terms of protecting the fighter and his best interest. But when you're new to you, so you want to go all the way, you want to showcase yourself, and you want to prove that you know what I can might get a one punch lucky here, and this guy may go down. But the reality speaks for itself: the punches weren't being shown. Yeah. And, and even, the punches weren't landing. Even though I know O'Malley didn't mean this, like li- literally, like at the end of the fight, he was like, "Oh yeah, all right, um, yeah, he stopped it." But like, he he was on more of a thing where it was like, "Oh yeah, he's kind of lucky that he stopped it because it would it's probably saved him a couple extra years on his life because I was about to take him out of here." Like, that's a, I don't like, know. I think I don't. I don't. I wouldn't agree with that because I feel like the key. I get what he's saying. O'Malley's saying there in terms of you know taking the punches for no reason, but I just feel like. The guy wasn't down. Yeah, if I'm still standing and I'm still, like, fighting, he's not, like... And the thing is, as well, I've been taking punches for three rounds. Why would you randomly stop it now? At least like, give me the give me the courtesy of let me go in all the way. On oh, my and, sword. Yeah let, me, yeah, let me die on my sword. And then... But he didn't give him that um, opportunity. But I, me, personally, that's fight of the night for me already. Yeah, so I think so. Before we get into even all the other fights, I can already conf- confidently say that. So, yeah, we're going to move on to the next fight on the card. Um... I ain't gonna lie, yeah. Pronunciations not my thing, innit? So <laughs> her, first, her first name's um, Yana, innit? So I'm gonna call her Yana versus um, Aldana. So yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna try butcher people's names. It might happen a couple times, but allow me, casual fan. That I, I ain't getting paid for that yet. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Both so me. so me watching this fight, yeah. I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, cool. Um, Yana, she tried to take the lead. She was more the aggressive fighter. She was doing like I like fighters who mix it up so I'm going to throw a front kick I'm going to throw a jab I'm going Take to come on to the ring yeah, yeah she was controlling the centre but at the same time yeah when I'm watching I'm like she's not really hitting her heart like she's not really like committing to her punches it's kind of like oh, I'm just going to throw it out there I'm going to throw it I'm going to throw a punch I'm going to throw a kick and it was kind of like um, Adana was just kind of just waiting it was, it seemed more like she was waiting than she was worried like she was like right, more like she, I feel like she I feel like what it is is that I saw a fighter looking to 
wait on the counter or see yeah. a, a slip of a guard and be like, let me count, let me just hit it there and there. Because what it is, is a lot of time when it comes to these fighters, it's like, it's patterns, you fight in patterns. You do the same thing over and over again. Okay. So if you throw a left hook, you normally do the same thing that after you do every, yeah, every so you might duck to the right after you do a left you might so um, the other person Aldana in this case was more trying to get a timing and then as soon as she caught her timing she caught her one, once and then Yana like sort of like froze up and then she was she wasn't really blocking well she started getting pieced up she started getting hit she was just it was just it just looked like what what I get, got from Yana the vibe I got from her was like I'm in here because I want to fight but I don't really have the heart for it. That's yeah. what it looked like to me yeah. personally. I, obviously, I don't. But that's what you see for you, though. Is an umbrella that tells you if you want to fight and make your name, you sign this contract and fight. If you don't, next person. Confirm she was doing all that Bruce Lee shit. You know, when, you know, when, um, Bruce Lee films. Every time he throws a punch, he's always doing the making the noises. And yeah, yeah, She was doing that. so. Like in my head, what y- um, Yana looked like, she was programmed. Like this is how I'm supposed to, to fight. fight. This is where what my trainer showed me to do, which is a good thing and it's not a bad thing. But at the same time, it's like as soon as. She was met with met with any adversity, like she got hit hard. She When you train, when you're training for so long against a dummy at, at training or a coach or a sparring partner, they're designed to do things to make you feel okay or confident about what you're doing. Yeah. When you come across in the ring from a, of a live opponent that wants to take your head off, it's different. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, changes yeah. the game. True. It's not normal program now. Now you go have a bit of program also your instance reactions mm-hmm. and I think what it is is that she thought yeah if I just follow these little rule books and routines or these little kicks and stuff I can make my way through it yeah, yeah. but there's a, a sense of reading the game being calculative and understanding you know what I can get caught by any shot yeah, if I keep doing certain things over and over again and the, the, the shot that caught her was a left hook by um, Aldana and it just dropped her and then after that, where she was trying to punch her down to hell, bro, it was a ground and pound one on one, bro. She was, she was weighing her in on the ground, yeah. And at the end of the day, it was a, it was a good stoppage. In in this case, I didn't think it was a good stoppage in the first fight, but in this fight, I think it was because, to be honest, I didn't think Yano even looked mentally prepared to fight. I got Ronda Rousey vibes from her. That's what really? I got. Like in the sense of like when Ronda was kind of on her like way out of UFC that's the kind of vibes I got from her not to say that she's done maybe she just needs to refresh her confidence and then come back again yeah I feel that's a bit harsh yeah, that's but I feel like give her some time like you know she might be making her way through it and seeing where she goes but I can see that point in terms of Ronda Rousey alright yeah we're going to move on to the next fight on the card which was Hardy versus Tuivasa I think that's right if it's not right don't beat me up but yeah, I think I think that's right. But um, yeah, so this is the heavyweight fight, and for me, yeah, heavyweight me, heavyweight fights are funny to me because it's like everything looks slow. This is actually, but this is actually my my, my, my best fight of the night. You know, my yeah. favorite fight of the night. This one over the Sean O'Malley. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna say it, man. Yeah, All right, cool, bro. Like it's literally it's literally like heavy with heavyweights. It's just so funny. Everything looks so slow, yeah. But you're forgetting. But like, the thing these is, they're getting hit hard. These are big, big guys, nice, bro. Nice. Like. When they're throwing, it doesn't look like it's going fast. But if you get caught, it's done. It's normally done like that. So you like heavyweight fights. They're normally at like a faster pace because it's literally like I'm get I'm hitting the it's first. It's less body weight being me. moved around. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, why I think this fight is my favorite fight is because the hits that will be the punch that are being thrown are more technical, and I feel like they come with more power. Whereas with the lesser weighted class fighters, 
they can cover up their mistakes with a bit of speed and like mm-hmm. react quicker. With these fights, you make a mistake, you're gonna get hit. Yeah. You're gonna get caught. You get the caught. reason we call it hard hits because these hits are hitting you harder than ever. Right. And when you get touched, you drop. If you get hit once and you wake up in your bed and you're like, bro, how'd I even get here, bro? That's it. Man, man, man start asking around, bro. Is the fight starting? You, you find Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you're seeing clips of you sleeping, fam, and all that, bro. It's crazy. But um, yeah, so in terms of this fight, yeah, it, it started off um, as you would normally expect. Like, no one's. You're not really gonna unless you're um, a crazy person like what's his name, Ben Askren. You're not gonna run into the middle of the ring and get kneed nah. in your head. No one really does that. No that's does that. that's not really gonna happen. But like they're just t- um, testing their range. Um, two of uh, Vasa hit um, Hardy with a couple good leg kicks, um, hurt him a bit. But then what happened? The decisive moment in the fight was actually Hardy doing something good, which led to something very bad on his end. So he caught. There was a quick exchange between um, Hardy and Tui Visa. Hardy caught um, caught um, Tui Visa. Tui Vasa, I keep calling him Tui Visa, Tui Vasa, um, he wanted to finish the fight because he was like, bro, I, I got him now, all right, cool, let me run in, let me go hit him. But I think all it was was Tui Vasa stumbled a bit after he got hit, but he mm-hmm. wasn't actually stunned. And then after that, there was another exchange where Tui, Tui Vasa sort of leant back, threw a counter on left hook and just dropped him. Like, he looked like, like you know the window sound effect? When they, when they used to shut down, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> My man just dropped for bro. I was like, you know what? Alright, cool. He's done he's done, man, he's done. Like it was so quick, but even even when <laughs> you know in family guy when they fool you and <laughs> the way Peter Griffin fools with his arm behind his back, that's the way, <laughs> way Hardy looked on the ground, but yeah, he he caught and two of us caught him clean. Mean. Clean and at the end they stop you when it comes to heavyweights, yeah, you have to stop the fight when When they're down, they're down. Yeah, when they're down they're, because one of the worst things you can do is let someone who's like 200 pounds stand over you and start raining punches now nah, listen you was done man you're a big man for you to be falling like that bro and your kids will, no let me not even get into yeah. that stuff <laughs> but but yeah it was it was crazy it was crazy it was a good fight though i, I enjoyed that fight as well i still have old Mali versus uh mutini as my um fight of the night but um i think for me that one just it was just more you can tell with heavyweight boxes that you just got a bit more power, more vim. I just love vim, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. that's what it is for me. Like I, I get the with the with the lower weights and stuff that they can move more quicker and stuff. It's a bit more interesting, entertaining to watch. But <coughs> when you take the punch in now, it's a whole different game. Like, yeah, it, yeah, You can you can think you're in the game. When you take that one hit, like Francis and Garni. You can yeah, think yeah, you're yeah. in. You take that one punch. Like one pu- and it, game. the thing is, it never has to catch you cleanly. Never has catch cleanly. He just has to touch you. And then that's it. You're done, bro. You're, you're finished man. that's why a lot of these heavyweight fights they don't really last as long as you think because these these punches are way much heavier mm-hmm. than you ever think you can even take and even if they do go on longer like heavyweights like they always look tired everything looks slow so, but still if you get hit yeah. like, is that getting a hit with a hammer on, your, on the side of your head fam? It yeah. every single punch you're, you're done you're done out here bro. and you have to move your your own self weight as well yeah yeah uh, we're gonna move on to uh, the cold main event with um, was it ah oh, bro I can't remember this guy's name it's, it's Burns and Thompson but I can't remember Burns the first name but um, yeah he he um, it was an interesting fact the thing is yeah when it comes to uh, Wonderboy uh, Stephen Thompson 
people will always go on about his style oh his style is so hard to re- replicate when someone's sparring um, if, if you know you have to fight Stephen Thompson it's hard to find a sparring partner that matches what he does and can do but at the end of the day alright cool you can have a different style but if it doesn't work in the moment then you're kind of pissed in it because yeah. he has the like I think um, the way people describe it is like uh, the uh, traditional karate stance so he fights like you know like have you ever played in video games the man is like standing like side on and then yeah. he's all weird he's bouncing and stuff like that and he comes yeah, he tries to hit that. you from different angles and yeah. stuff like that but I think trying to be unpredictable yeah yeah that's the thing uh, kind of like uh, what's that guy's name uh, Dominic Cruz He's yeah. he wasn't he wasn't a karate fight but he used to do weird stuff in the ring to kind of like throw people off different things illusions yeah yeah, yeah just kind of throw you off and then catch you but um when it comes to um, Thompson, the fight, he wasn't really... It, in my opinion, I don't think um, he was really doing anything in this fight that, that caused Burns too many problems. I think it's a lot of mind games. Like, if if I'm going into the ring, I'm thinking, oh my God, everyone's always warned me about his style and the blah, blah, blah. And you get in there and it's not really... Wait, there's there's wait, not much threat to it. Yeah. You get a bit more confidence. And I think what happened was, in the first round, Burns took him down. And then he was kind of like, wait, hold on... Uh, this guy ain't really doing much to me. Like he, he, he took him. He, he had him on the ground for a significant period in the first one. Had him up against the cage. He f- had a couple good punches, ground and pound punches. So he dominated the first one. Run, won the first round. Second round, pretty much exactly the same. Third round, exactly the same. So it's kind of like Stephen Thompson didn't really ever at any point look like he was going to win win the fight at any point. And even in the last round, knowing that he, sh- he should have known you're two rounds down. He didn't really didn't come out and do anything. Like, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't feel at any point that he was gonna. You gotta show something in these fights because, like, when you're two down in a round now, the referee's looking at two things. You have your team gonna throw the towel when they go to the fight. If you're losing that bad in your first two rounds, so you gotta come out there as a fighter and be like, okay, I need to show something. I need to at least get me another round or win me something to be like, okay, I'm still involved in this fight. And the thing is, as well, that's why I'm more of a fan of UFC than towards boxing is because. Boxing, there's a lot of filler. Because there's so many rounds, but you can spend the first three, four, five rounds just kind of feeling them out. And then you can win the last couple and then you've won the fight. But in UFC, it's three rounds. If you lose the first two, you better come out in that third round and try to knock this guy out. That's the that's the thing. There's not really much buffer in between. Like You, you don't have time to be like um, half-hearted with it. I think with boxing, when you say that, I feel like, for me, because I'm more of a boxing head, isn't it? Mm. But I feel boxing, because you're, it's different because... With UC, you're getting hit all over your body, and that's where the points come from. Whereas with boxing, majority of the hits are coming from the top body upwards, and yeah, most yeah. comes to your head. So it's more, as you call, buffered because they have to spread up the the areas or the timing of hits to a certain area all the time, constantly. Mm. So it's kind of different. But for me, I prefer boxing because it's like there's more of a technicalness to it because you always know the person going to try to hit either your stomach your rib area or your face I think I think the thing with um, boxing I get what you're saying so but you have to show you have to more more different sets of combinations with your hands whereas with UC you can show certain combinations with your hands and a certain combination with your feet but I still I still think and then I, there's I groundwork think, I think I think with boxing because because boxing is a um, the skill of boxing anyone can sort of kind of do it but then once you like everyone's been in a fight and, and at any point in their life in it no one's really ever gonna throw a head kick at you so 
when you see the difference in level of skill between boxers and the average person, you kind of look at it like, no, nah, it's way more, it's way more like, um, there's way more skill involved in it because if I was to get in a fight with, with a boxer and I just stand there and try to punch him, I probably won't even touch him. He'll probably no. just, he'll slip me, he'll do all of this, boom, quick, two punches and I'm down. But obviously when it comes to UFC things, because there's so many different aspects of the sport in terms of like, you got wrestling, you've got, um, like you said, kicks, you got punches, you got elbows, you got knees, you got all this different stuff. There's a lot more to worry more about. So, yeah, you've got more weapons to attack someone with. Yeah. So they don't need to have longer, longer fights. It's literally like you get this time frame to show everything you can do. If you want to grapple, go grapple. If you want to fight, if you want to throw punches and kicks and all of that, and you that learn, you learn different styles of martial arts when you see. Whereas in boxing. It's all under one umbrella. You either do your counter, your aggressive, aggressive person that fights, or you're someone who just like you know try and calculate the time, see if I can get a knockout later on in the stages, sort of thing. But yeah. it has to work in your environment. You have to be very more calculated than what you're doing. Whereas you see is more like if one thing don't work for you, where kicks don't work for you, you can go into grappling, you or you go into uh, more jiu yeah. stuff, or you can go into boxing. There's more ranges where you can work. And I think as well, like um, when it comes to UFC, um, there's less room for error because yeah. if you get knocked down, I'm jumping on top of you and I'm kicking you in the head, I'm punching yeah. you in the elbow, kneeing you in the head with boxing. Once the, you get hit, the reference is going yeah, to Yeah, you, you get more time to sort of process yeah. stuff, process what happens. And also as well in boxing, they give you the 10 second count. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. If you're down, you'll get hit constantly. Yeah. If you can't show some form of resistance defense or, or the side, defense, yeah. Griffin's yeah, coming man. in. Yeah, so that uh, that's that's just my our quick like breakdown of like why that's what exactly why we wanted to do boxing and UFC as well because it's like there's a big similarity, yeah, and a big difference as well. People and people are looking at boxing now because of all this celebrity fighting. People yeah. aren't really appreciating that as well. UFC's on the up because there's a lot more gloss around UFC as well. UFC is more of the new umbrella of sort of combat sports, whereas. Yeah. Boxing's been a staple home in combat sports. Yeah. It's been the thing that everyone goes to, sort of thing. But now people are getting, the glove size are getting smaller and you're throwing much more weapons around. So it's much more different. And I think people respect the, not the skill of UFC more, but people respect the. It's the, a the, And it brings, um, it, it brings different sort of martial arts. So sort of, people learn different sort of martial arts and it brings it all together. Yeah, and, it, and it's more to do with that idea of like, Okay, look now. You, now you're getting all these Jake Pauls and all these men. You can go. No, you shouldn't play boxing. You shouldn't. Never you shouldn't play, play around with any sport that requires any sort of head damage or anything like that, especially with no guards and all of yeah. that. But you're more willing to do that because okay, cool. Like I said, boxing is more of a skill that anyone can kind of do, whether you're good or not. You can pick up certain combinations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a jab. But with or UFC, overhand, I, none right, of these people will ever step in no octagon to go fight anyone because if someone twists your arm off and snaps that off, you're done at it. But even boxers know that yeah. as well. Even yeah. say, as much as I, I appreciate the world of sweet science in terms of boxing, boxers know that. Like yeah. they, they will, they will let UFC person step into their world and rather than them come step in their world because they know if they don't have to kick. They don't yeah, do these it's, things. It's, it's much more different. It's too much room for room for error, error when it comes to it. But now we're going to move on to the main event. Uh, Dustin versus Connor Free, Poirier versus McGregor Free. Um, Trilogy. Oh my god, man! I don't even know, man. I I don't want to say I'm disappointed because at the same time, I kind of expected it to be honest. Like I'm at a point when it comes. You know, to is I watched I watched the whole lead up of this whole fight from the press conferences, yeah. from the small interviews with different um, broadcasters as well, and I watched the 
fight and I watched the post interviews and I saw for me like like I said earlier I'm a big Conor McGregor fan like mm. that's for me and I, I love Francis Ngannou and I got into the fight the fighting game in terms of UFC because of Conor McGregor mm. and you guys can be a fanboy all you want but listen the guy brings swag he brings some sort of flair to the game and uh, attraction he's a, he's a star let's not get it wrong he's a star of the sport yeah. and still will be after your name said and done but what I thought I saw with McGregor was I don't know like I would back this guy to end the death here but I don't know if he's still got him because I saw in the whole press conference and all the whole process of this whole fight that a guy who was trying to convince himself that he's that still he's hungry yeah, and moment. it wasn't he wasn't he was there, there was no need for him to, he's, it kind of felt like you know in the last dance when Magdalene said I took it personally and yeah, he made yeah, up yeah. stuff in his head as well I kind of thought the whole situation with Justin Portier and McGregor with the whole charity event and why you know McGregor wanted to help his charity out and the money didn't really go there and yet Conor McGregor wanted to check if it was going there or not mm. I just feel like he tried to make up something in his head to fuel his agenda against Justin Port- Just, um, Dustin Portier but I just feel like it was unnecessary everyone knew that and McGregor was talking about things that just didn't involve or need to be involved in sports where talking about his wife throwing his sauce away on, on the press conference talking about him but then I, on the opposite side of that I saw Porter or Portier as someone who just wasn't phased because he's already beat him and everything he's still saying to him is like okay you know what you said that when we get into the ring it's going to be different and I noticed that every time with Dustin Portier was that whenever Conor McGregor says something or he says something back to McGregor McGregor was quiet I remember mm. he saying about you know it's not McGregor fast McGregor sleep that's the first time I've seen McGregor be quiet when someone gives him like Sick smack talk, yeah. and that's shocking because like and McGregor six years ago wouldn't have had that or wouldn't even let the guy speak a lot of times McGregor when you see conferences like he'll talk over the person make you feel small make you feel like you're not even there it's his show but Dustin Poole was saying things it's like well you know what I don't think you've got that sort of that that fear to that him, fear to yeah. him. You don't. He's not scared. You know. Do you think that's the um, like? And I think that was that was always McGregor's strong point. Yeah, winning the psychological battle first before going into the ring. ring just... But because that's gone now, no one's scared. And I think because he's lost about three fights so far in UFC and another one Mayweather, people are seeing how to beat him. It's much easier. Everyone knows he talks about this one punch and hitting. And you the know, left, you might the, the left, left, left hook that like, touches you and then you go down. But everyone realizes when it comes to boxing, they all know where your power comes from your leg. So in every fight he's lost, he's lost on the ground or the shot for his legs. So I thought yeah. that's the point where it's like Khabib took out his legs, Nate Diaz took his legs, and Dustin Poirier took out his legs and kicked him. And he always won the fight through that. Yeah. I think I think that obviously there's a bigger conversation with Connor in the sense of like Okay, cool. When he first came in, he Conan Conan's the person that added the gloss to UFC. He's the person that added the showmanship. The everyone, he made everyone, you wear suits to an event. Everyone, everyone like who did, like we were saying at the start. Like um, you don't watch um, golf, but you know Tiger Woods. You don't watch um, what's it tennis, but you know Federer. You, like he was the person that everyone's like, oh, Conor McGregor. UFC Conor McGregor like a star um, name that being, you can follow and watch being the double champ being the shit talker and then going in the ring knocking people out in like 10 seconds 5 seconds people are like whoa we don't, I didn't even know who is this like this who is this guy but then I think because like you said he's lost to um, Khabib even though alright losing to Khabib isn't a bad thing but it's the manner in which you lose it's the 
um, yeah, the the way you showcase who you are and how like people still probably looked at them and was like, he hasn't got it anymore. Yeah, like he ain't got it. Like, alright, cool. He's gonna go to a press conference. He's gonna talk shit. But at the end of the day, I, I could probably get him. I can get him. Like that's I think that's what the mentality that people have when it comes to Conor now. And I think because that law is gone, I think Conor, me personally. I think Connor should just tap out of the sport, to be honest. But I, disagree, not, I disagree in, there. In the sense, the, the only reason why I'm saying that is because I'm not saying I don't think Connor will be able to win a fight again. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, like, to get to the top and to go fight the better people in your division, these people are people with more... Um, they've got more to lose. They've got a, a chip on their shoulder. They've got all of... You've already been at the top. You've been a double champ. You've won all the money. You went to go fight um, Mayweather. You made the bread. You've come, you've done all of this, you've been in Fast and Furious, you've been in all these films, you've been like, you've got your whiskey or what your, whatever, it is, whatever it is, I think it's whiskey. You're making bread. You've Call of G. Yeah, Call, Call, Call of G, G, that was it. Not um, not Fast and Furious, but like, you, you're a superstar, isn't it? Like, if, he, if Conor McGregor retired today, his legacy is still perfectly fine. He's intact. He's, 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 he's like, she knows, I he's think, that I think, guy. I think the reason why he's still fighting stuff because he wants to win. Yeah. And win and finish on a high. He can't go out losing. That's not. That's never yeah. been him. And I think for me, he's doing more harm to himself than good because yeah. I think for me, like the old the McGregor we learned to enjoy watching and love the whole show about him died when he went to go and fight Mayweather because he went yeah. to go and get that money, got his name out there. He's made. He hasn't fought often that much in the last six years to five years, but he's made it on number one on Forbes. Yeah. Based off, the, based off the fact that you haven't fought but it's your other businesses outside the outside of Octagon mm. that's made you even extra to make you more money so it's like it's hard I think I remember one fighter of mine saying it I think it was Marvin Hagler said it best it's hard for you to start chopping wood to train for a fight when you're waking up in satin sheets yeah yeah it's true it's true and the thing is as well when it comes to UFC like Obviously, because it was a new sport, um, well, it wasn't a new sport. It's been going on for ages. Like one UFC, I'm two, more focused sport now. But it, because UFC wasn't bringing in that much money, even Conor McGregor probably wasn't getting a big payday, even for being the main event, main event, and all of that. Then you go fight um, Mayweather. This guy had his fight. This 20, guy, how much did he get from the Mayweather fight? I think he got about like 100, 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got he got a lot of money from million. So he's probably thinking like, rah, I'm. And the I thing is, you have to remember when McGregor started. I remember him saying after a post a post interview on a fight, and he's getting to Dana sixty G's, baby. Like, like that's a that's, that's a thing. That's a that's, flex. You know what I mean? He ain't gonna say it no more because no, it's not that's chump change. He went that he went and he done that one fight with Mayweather, and he was like, I didn't even get hurt. And that, didn't even get touched, and I and laughed I, at I about made, ten rounds with him, and I made all this money. money. I'm good, and after that is and the thing is, you can't. And what makes it worse as well is that. In fights that I've seen in boxing and in UFC, where Conor McGregor hasn't even fought him, he's got his proper 12 printed yeah. on the canvas or inside the actual octagon for promotion. Yeah. Like, he was in the... It was on the um, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder's second fight. Mm. In the canvas. The guy's not even in the sport. And yeah. you've got his, his own proper 12 inside there. I think I think it, it's literally a mental thing because I think Connor's at a point where it's like I think that idea of him winning is more important to him. No, it's more the idea of him winning 
outweighs the idea of actually getting into the ring yeah. because he wants to he, I think in his head he still wants to be the best he still thinks like bro I'm still I'm still in my prime I'm still fit, fully fit he's I can really get fair, to he's really fair too yeah I can fight but, like, the, thing bro, is, but, but the thing is the thing is what he misses Dan is that being fair too in boxing you can still do it but being fair too in UFC you can't do it because you're taking on more hits to the entire body rather than one area of the body the thing is I, I don't think I don't think it's necessarily the um the age thing I think it's just the mentality because we've had older fighters like people have fought in their like mid 30s late 30s even some in their 40s and they've still been good but the thing is but, you have to remember when they we're talking about someone that's different because with McGregor he's taking breaks and when McGregor was having yeah, momentum yeah, yeah, yeah. he was being much better he was, he these, was guys, fighting, these guys these like, guys are talking yeah. about who are in their yeah. later 30s they have momentum they haven't got his level yet so they're always going to keep fighting yeah, yeah, the momentum's yeah. not there the momentum's always there sorry. so it's like when you cut off the momentum, it's not going to be as sharp as you were before. And I remember in 2014, 2013, when McGregor was fighting, he always talked about, you know what, I'm the only guy in the ring every single year, three times having to yeah, hold yeah. events, and I'm always in there, and I'm always fighting. They don't want to work as hard as me, they don't want to do as hard as me, but I'm always there making the money. They're angry at me, they're annoyed at me because I'm making the bread, but I'm always fighting. They're not. I but he's did, but it's like now, it's the flip reverse where he's making bread, but he's not always inside the ring. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. I think that's literally it when it comes to Conor. It's like, now it's like, what's the, what's the motivation for you to... Is, is wanting to win enough of a motivation for you to... Um, is, is wanting to win enough of a motivation for you to continue fighting to that level? Because, all right, cool, you can train, you can do everything you need to do. Um, you can you can think about... Um, like, you can think, all right, cool, I'm, I'm mentally ready, I'm trained, I know what I'm doing. But as soon as you get into that ring... And you even get hit, your mind, your mind even these camps been, change. Even the camp's been like a bit different because yeah, yeah. what I've heard from these camps is that, well, what I've seen from these camps, I haven't heard now because I don't know anyone inside there, but mm. what, I've heard from, what I've seen from the camp is that he's not really that interactive or physically engaged with his camp. Yeah. He often was training in Dubai for this fight See, on him by himself. Time. And then in the last two weeks or three weeks or like the last month or so, I'll say, that's when he moved to California to prepare for fight with his actual coach. See, that's a lifestyle thing. He see, that's the thing. His mind's not there. Why? Like, not to say why you're in Dubai. You probably still have trainers out in Dubai. Obviously, because the, the pandemic, he's using an area where it's more free, where he can do what he wants and what he's there. But you need to be with your camp. You need to be with your coach yeah, you all the time. Be, you need to be serious about the like. Uh, cool. You, he's probably in Dubai. The weather's sick. The, the lifestyle is is and they're taking care of them. They're taking care of them out there. Like, uh, no, that's not the mentality you need to have. Like, you need to be able to walk into that ring, ready, ready to go. And I don't. Th- I think. I think too- if if you want to if you want to train for this fight, the way he was talking about, it, like he's going back on the the building site stuff. I wouldn't have had the training camp in Dubai or in California. Would have went straight back to Ireland. Yeah, exactly. Or we wouldn't have seen him. Yeah, we, we seen wouldn't him. have seen him at all. Which we been- really we didn't that much. Yeah, him that much for this one. But I, w- I said if you wouldn't have that mentality of going back to that sort of grind and work effort mm. why would you train in Dubai again it's saying to my point you, it's hard for you to do training while it's waking up in satin sheets yeah. you can't do it you just can't do it you have to start from scratch like yeah and if you haven't built that momentum all the time because the difference between him and Mayweather I'll say obviously because we're totally like, a different sport but similarities are quite there and quite obvious Mayweather signed a contract of six fights in the space of five years mm. with Showtime Sports. So he was giving you fights 
twice every year on Cinco Maidona. So mm. one in May and one in September. That's consistency. Yeah. Whereas Connor hasn't done that. He's coming in and out and he's going to see saying, that, oh yeah, I couldn't find a fight. How can you not find a fight? Everyone wants to fight you. Just yeah. that the money ain't right. Yeah, exactly. It's still the, the money. The money's there, there, but it's not right for you. Yeah. And you have to understand, I think he misunderstood the fact that his money and UC's money are on the same wavelength. They can't match your pay grade. That's why they have people under the on contracts and certain things. You're making money extra outside the ring, which they can't match that. So you have to lower your standard a bit to get fights, but you can't. Because there's no way you can't tell me Masvidal ain't there, Usman ain't there, Chandler ain't there. Mm. You know, Paul, Dustin Poirier only came in the fact because he didn't mind having a rematch with him. Yeah. So yeah. the second fight was like very like, you know, we're cool, we're just doing it just to get you back in the ring and I want to fight and I want to get paid too. Everyone's helping everybody. This fight was more like, okay, I, I lost, so yeah. I've got to redeem yeah, myself. Yeah, I've got to redeem myself, sort of thing. But, um, yeah, we haven't actually spoken about the fight itself. But um, So, yeah, the fight starts. Um, Connor throws, like, a couple spinning kicks, like, flashy kicks, and then you're kind of like... A okay, lot of illusions. Cool. Yeah, it's like... Right. A lot of, like, showcasing of yeah, what I can do. I'm back in here. I'm throwing all this and that. Like Yeah, like, but at the end of the day, it's like, that's not the... Lot, that, that's not really good. I think it's a lot of mind games where yeah. Dustin Poitier has, has surpassed that now. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't get no more. He don't work no more. He don't work anymore. So he's he's throwing these flashy kicks. Don't really doesn't really catch him. Whatever. But then Connor starts um, throwing like leg kicks, and you can see he's actually doing something to Poitier. And then like it get, it gets into it, and they start exchanging a bit more and stuff like that. But then the typical thing with Connor is. The takedowns, he he gets taken down. Like I said, can't, when you shoot, he's when you he's he's a stand up guy. And I don't know why he keeps trying to go into these guillotine moves or to taking up people yeah, on the floor. He, Stop doing that because it's not your strength. Everyone so, knows you're a punch guy, so stand on your feet. For me, like the fight was looking okay in terms of you know Portia, Portia with Portia was like leading all the way for me. Like I think mm. he won the first round. I saw the cards on the. Um, the judges and they thought he won for the round as well. Yeah, yeah. Two of them for it by distance. Yeah, I think it, I think it was pretty clear because I think the mistake that Connor made. I think do you know what it is? Yeah, I think that Khabib fight really messed up Connor's like psyche when it comes to fighting. In the sense of like, all right, cool. You he um, Poirier takes you down. You have a guillotine, but you don't really have it. At, at a point, he could have let go and probably spun and got out. But I think in his head, he was like, no, I want to show that. I can do stuff on the ground. I'm not just a stand-up fighter. So he sort of like backed himself into a corner, tried yeah. to hold the guillotine. He he had it a, a bit, but then Poirier is like, you like you know what we keep saying, like the chip on the shoulder. People yeah. are like, do you want it? Poirier is not going to start like just lie there and let you get in. He's no. he's, he's positioning himself. He's going like vertical. He's not letting Conor like get his actual like hook into him and like proper squeeze. And at that point, Conor's just kind of just lying on the ground. Uh, at that point and, then and at that point it's like you're he, just there for the, for the taking he threw, he threw he, that ground and pound that was that was such clean ground and pound from Poirier like it was literally a case of like Conor was just surviving like yeah. he was throwing up kicks he was trying to do something to make she the you know that man was so much of when Nate Diaz fought him yeah and Nate Diaz was doing up kicks yeah in the second fight mm. and I thought for me like it looked similar to that way 
McGregor was forced to do up to do leg kicks because yeah. he had no other choice. And I feel he could. Uh, Dustin wasn't going to let him stand up in no. it, like because he had him. He was throwing heavy elbows. He was throwing heavy punches. At that point, I think Connor's in Connor's head is like, "Shit, what do I do now? How do I get up? How do I get out of the situation?" So he's just throwing up kicks. And just before the round ended, he like the ref um, let him up, and then there was an exchange. They both tried to throw a punch. They both missed the punch. But Connor stepped back yeah. on his leg, and then I don't think his like foot was like planted, and he just twisted he went, his he ankle and it's just done like I that. mean but Port- Portia says he, he checked him on the feet the leg and like it kind of caused the whole friction of it to happen before that but Connor claims that it was just what you're saying and like you know he stepped back and it was awkward yeah the, the thing I saw I saw the re- it did look like it was though I don't think Poirier really could take credit for that because it was a lot of the thing of like they both just threw the punch I guess Connor tried to step back and like just, just get a bit of distance. The round was about to end, but he, his leg just gave way, and Puyo tried to jump on him and finish him. But it was like, it's one of the ones where you look at it and you're like, I didn't, I didn't even think Connor had it anyway. Like, obviously, it's the first round. Who knows what happens in the second round? Who knows what happens in the third round? But if I'm Puyo, I'm looking at that. I'm but saying, the thing is, I everyone, the everyone's round. has said it. Like when it comes to McGregor's fights, if you can weather the storm in the first round, you're okay. Yeah. But in this fight, Puyo, D- Dustin. Over the storm on two um yeah. and it was kind of different for me for me it's like i look at that and i'm like so basically what you're telling me is you haven't learned anything since the khabib fight that's what that's the way i'm that's the way i'm looking at at, at that fight because poirier isn't that great on the ground and obviously it's connor shit talking usman you think he can beat usman no exactly so it's like where where does Connor go from here Did but the thing is someone I think Stephen A. Smith even threw it at him like do you want to fake Usman and he was like forget that like I never focused on that he knows don't bother going inside that ring with that guy because before before the um, second fight the Dustin and Connor second fight um, no was it before no it was the the Usman and uh, Masvidal fight yeah. Connor was tweeting him like getting at him blah 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 blah, blah. and I'm looking at him I'm thinking like you don't want that smoke you, you don't, don't really want you it you're, you're doing it for show in it because you, you know to. what the people is in your, like, is in your division yeah, you, is in your class like, you, you, you know what the people like want to like people still believe Connor even though Connor lost us I'm pretty sure there's people still saying like oh no but if he was to fight Usman he'll be up Usman or if he was to fight Masvidal he'll be up like but for me I'm looking at him I'm like bro what 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 is your objective do you want to be the champion again if you want to be the champion again you have to fight again this year yeah Dak. I don't know how long it takes because it looked like he snapped his. Well, he said it. Well, apparently to Dana White, apparently they would have said that he's having a surgery. And he had a surgery straight after. Like, yeah, on his leg. But I don't know how long that take, takes to heal. It, 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 it will like. take to heal to walk about probably six six months. But in terms of to rehab to get to a point where you feel you okay feel to fight, yeah, a good year. Yeah. So see, see what I mean. And then it's like, okay, cool. Connor comes back after a year off the same pro, um, yeah. the same thing of um, rust no, now, now, you're not, now you're not facing in a situation of your mental state of fighting yeah. not there. now you're facing your physical state mm-hmm. of can you can you throw that leg again and yeah. be okay to do it and then yeah so like he's, he come, he's going to be coming off like a year of no fighting then he's going to go for, who's, who's even there for him to fight we don't want to see Dustin um, Dustin and um, I think, Connor again. Well, I think, um, like he, like he said, he's went in the conferences, in the meeting, in the conferences, and like the interviews. He's always said, you know, I don't mind fighting Nate Diaz again and stuff, or running a few fights back again. But I like, I like, I like rematches. Don't get me wrong, but I want yeah. something new. 
I want to see you take on something different. And I think I think it's it's hard at this point for McGregor because the UFC's gotten so big now. There's so many there's so many fights that people want to see. Like there's so many like um, th- there's middleweight fights. There's um, bantamweight. There's fights. options there's, there. There's so many options where like it's not you're not priority anymore. It's not yeah. oh get Connor the fight, get Connor the main fight, get Connor the like you have to you have to earn your straps. Same the way thing is like people, their straps. before when Conor, Conor McGregor was starting, it was like. To get UFC going, we gotta put a Conor McGregor fight on. Yeah, exactly. Now it's a case of he can go missing, and somebody can put a fight on like Nunes, like yeah. the Usman's, like the Francis um, um, Ngannou and the Sana. They can all hold it on themselves and be the main card. Yeah. Be alright. Whereas now, I feel like it goes back to my point where McGregor's there, and I think certain people have caught up to him in terms of his style. For me personally, the McGregor that I think. His best performance was his best performance. I'll say was probably when the second fight against Nate Diaz. Mm. People often say it's when Eddie Alvarez when he was fighting that was his best performance and his best showcase. But for me, the McGregor in the second fight of Nate Diaz when he learned from his mistakes and mm. didn't do it again and won the fight showed me this guy is learning because in the first fight he, he actually took Nate Diaz down mm. to lose that fight. In the second round, in the second fight. He never went down. He refused to go down, and Nate Diaz wanted to go down with the high leg kicks on the floor. Yeah, and Conor McGregor refused to go down, refused to go to submit to that. Whereas he tried to, he tried to prove a point like he's all like range is there. Yeah, to do yeah. things, but it's not. You know your strengths are stick to it. That's why you could go into a boxing fight with Mayweather because Mayweather saw it. You could stand up. You haven't yeah. lost standing up. But now you're getting hit standing up and you're losing. It's scary. Uh, yeah, I think I think the sport is going is has gone so far as to where like everyone's multi skilled, everyone's good at loads of different things. You can't just be the um one uh, one like, dimensional specialist. Power. You can't just you be can't. the specialist in one thing. Unless it's like I think I would always pick a wrestler over a striker in the sense of like who I'm picking to win a particular fight just because once you you can be way more dominant on the ground than you can be standing up. Like obviously we saw the Sean O'Malley fight and the um, uh, who was he fighting? Mitinio fight. Mm-hmm. Like Sean O'Malley was dominant, but because you're standing up, there's still a lot you have to worry about. He's still pressuring you. Still like it's not it's not that easy. We can't get him out. You're still but if you're on the if you're a dominant wrestler, you're on top of them. You're yeah. always in control. You're always throwing the punch. You're always looking for submissions. All that person can do is just focus on defense, but when you're standing, is is a lot different. Like it, it's, I think McGregor has to look at himself and say, actually, let me ask a question. What do I Based want from this? Yeah. Where does he go from here, and where does Dustin Poirier go from? There? Obviously, Dustin Poirier can now go to go and fight for the title. Yeah, I, I need but to I need to have go? a look at the rankings to see where. Well, uh, Dustin Poirier is number one. He's number one. Who Poirier? Number one. Yeah, then he should go for the title fight. He's earned it at the end of the day. And I think McGregor, obviously, get your surgery, recover, rehab, go do proper training camps. And I don't think I don't where, think I don't think he's come back to UFC. I think for now he's gonna fight Pacquiao. Because uh, Pacquiao and him are very similar. Pacquiao's come to fight a guy in Earl Spence Jr. Mm. in August, which we will be covering. And then, May, I mean, Conor McGregor is going to have that rehab, rehabilitation period, which will actually sink into the fact that when he gets back, he can actually focus on letting his leg heal and focus on his punching or his boxing work and then give him time to get back into UC later. So but, it kind of works out. But do you, do you want to see that um, fight? 
Uh, why not? Why not? People want to see Logan Paul fight or um, the the Logan brothers. Why kids, not? Kids want to see the Logan brothers fight. People want to see McGregor fight. I think. I think the thing that also if if that is the, um, the and you say kids want to see Lo- the Logan fight. I disagree with you there because it's like this is a whole different situation when it comes to boxing and stuff. But mm. it's like with the difference between boxing and UFC is that with Dana White and the UFC. They make you have a fight, no matter what. There's no, yeah, um, there's yeah. no different. There's no different promoter. It's one of umbrella. When it comes to boxing, there's different promoters and different umbrellas and different fighters and different camps, right? So you've got so many different levels of having to get agreements from the broadcaster, from mm-hmm. pay per view, from your cart, from your purse, from like your promoter at X, Y, and Z. So it's harder to make up fights inside boxing. Mm. So people are like. Got to a point where it's like the fact you want to see in boxing aren't happening right now. So, so we're just going to watch these Logan Paul guys just come in and take the piss. Because until so you guys get seriously serious, then we won't take the sports serious. I feel like all right, the way I'm the way I'm looking. Don't, don't worry about this. Um, the way I'm looking at it, the reason why I say that is because um, I'm never going to pay for a Logan Paul fight. I'm never going to. I'll I'll see on you. I'll see on Twitter. I'll see. Yeah. I'll see the yeah, clips. Cool. That's what I mean. Like when it comes to, I don't. No, um, there's no, there's no urge for you to go. Yeah, there's no urge. I'll, I'll see you highlight somewhere. It's not our generation. Out. Yeah, exactly. But um, it, I'm looking at um, uh, like going back to the um, McGregor Pacquiao thing. Is you wanting to see that fight depending on how Pacquiao performs against um, who's it? Because if Pacquiao gets um, finished, like not finished, but if Pacquiao gets beat up really bad. Do you want to see a McGregor who's not as confident and a Pacquiao who's not as good? Fight I think no matter what, I think, I think no matter what you see in Manny Pacquiao losing or winning against Earl Spence Jr., it's still going to be a syllable fight. Yeah, because yeah, of the yeah, namesake. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to watch it. Yeah, you're gonna we're gonna stay up like you stayed up for the mirror fight to watch. It. It's going to be big money. Yeah, because those are two renowned names in their sports. Yeah, everyone knows who they are, mm-hmm. whether you watch a sport or not. So it's gonna be watched no matter what. Yeah, um, I, for me, for me personally, obviously, yeah, like I'm saying, I'm I'm questioning it, but like you said, I'll probably want to see it just to see what it happens. But I think if that's the route you, I think the, the funny thing is, I think that's probably the smartest route that um, McGregor can take. Just become uh, like basically do let your leg heal, do go do boxing, and then is, come back. Do what Logan Paul is doing. Fight other like it doesn't have to be. I don't, I don't know it's hard but because, then if he does that he, would, you, would, he, would that affect his legacy because now you're talking about exhibitions he ain't talking yeah, yeah, about elite fighter and yeah. this guy's not that old he's only 32 I think what it is is Conor needs to um, close the book on his UFC um, career because everything he's doing now is not looking good for his UFC legacy you can, I, you can close you the say, book when you say close the book I say I agree with you but in the sense of I wouldn't say because of the reason why you're going to say or why you think you say. I'll say for the reason because the money's not enough for him to fight in use anymore. There's no hunger there. Whereas yeah. for boxing, the money is there for him to do a 12-round fight with someone that's got a name there. Because there's more names there. People want to see it. The thing is as well, yeah. All right, cool. Because Conor, like you said, he's only 32. He's still technically in his prime age for fighters and stuff yeah. like that. What type of fighters does Conor fight if he does go to boxing? Like, well, it depends he, if he, weight if class. He, he weight class will probably be in no, but motorway. I mean, does does he does he fight professional boxers or does he fight more leaning towards celebrity, more retired boxers, more like to build that sort of name? Because 
even though he can go fight um, uh, someone in his weight class who's an actual boxer, UFC and boxing is like you said, like the skill, the the sweet science behind it. If you're not, but you have to remember you, when it comes to UFC, when it comes to martial arts and the sweet science mm-hmm. of boxing, when you're converting from UFC or um, martial arts into boxing, there's less to work on. You're just focusing on your hands, you're just focusing on your feet movement, but not your feet kicks. So it's, you're more focused, you're more specialised in something. That's why we go back to our point about people don't cross over from boxing to UFC because there's more to work with. Now I've got to think about what I'm going to kick, how I'm going to kick. There's more combinations, whereas you can cut down and strip down everything when it comes to boxing and focus on one craft, boxing, or moving your hands. And that's what Konamika can do while trying to recover his legs. Yeah, but um, my, my thing is, the, the point I'm kind of getting at is like, how skilled is Connor at boxing for it to be an interesting fight for him to find an actual boxer like is Connor is Connor's boxing skill good enough to fight I don't know who, who's a good boxer in his weight class like in boxing no well right now you've got um, is it Triple G is that in his boxing no, is that too light that's too heavy oh, it's too I'll heavy. say Elspeth Jr is going to fight Pacquiao then you've got another guy called um, Crawford you've got another guy in terms of like how can I say his weight class is one, probably 145 I mean, there's more ways in there, but it kind of like moved from 140 to 135, so it kind of fluctuates where you want to go. But there's fights there inside yeah, the world yeah. in that class, and I think what it is as well. And I, like think, I don't think well. I don't think our boxers getting paid well as well. Like yeah, yeah, or yeah, is yeah. it only the big fights? No, they're you? getting paid. They're okay. getting paid. Some people, some people may not know fully yet because they haven't really got that stardom in them yet. But you know, there's like Devontae the Davis. Yeah, you've got the um. The Ryan, but he's, the he's got Ryan the, in terms of that. Um, yeah, he's got that backing, but you got that Ryan Garcia guy who's not with the Mayweather's, and they've got he's got he's getting his money, he's getting his fair share. Of so, so what, what? And then you've got Earl Spence Jr. who's getting his money too. Then you've got uh, um, um, you've got the Porter there as well. Then also you've got people like how can I say Keith Thurman is there, Adrian Brown is there. Obviously, these guys don't really fight too much, but they could make a good Adrian name for Brown, him to fight. Adrian Brown and his weight class. Yeah, yeah. All right, so like something like that. But so he doesn't what, fight often. Like he had a, he had a fight this even, year. He had a fight this year, but it could make sense for him to fight someone like that's that even more but perfect because Adrian Broner has a nickname. Imagine and the all shit about talking, bro. The shit talking. Imagine would be the shit talking between be glorious. Adrian Broner and Conor McGregor. Glorious. That I, I would I would pay to watch that. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's like um, the way the what what my mindset behind it is like okay, um, people, all these boxers are looking at people like. Jake Paul and stuff like that. I'm thinking, bro, Jake Paul has one top, like one of the top five has has, yeah. fights in it. Like they're yeah. probably looking at him like, am I a dickhead? I'm an actual boxer. Blah blah blah. If McGregor comes, McGregor's more of a statue. He's a fighter. He's an actual fighter. So yeah. someone like Earl Spence, he might look at them and be like, I'll fight him. Cool. Yeah. And that's a big paycheck. Yeah. Like maybe it might be a, a more of a thing. Connor, Connor can kind of be the bridge between UFC and boxing. Like if he can, if like there's a lot of UFC fighters who. Um, are looking at UFC and they're like, bro, I'm not getting the money that I want. I'm not go. getting the money I want. There I want to be like, I want to get the, like. How many times has Madrigal said, I'm not gonna fight until I get the money? I'm not. These how many times I'm gonna take kicks to the face until I get paid properly? Exactly. So a lot of these fighters, what would happen is they would look at. Um, if if McGregor does fight Pacquiao and it's a big show, there's bare money in it. What would happen is there will be some UFC fighters who aren't maybe maybe they won a title fight they're not getting the title fight or maybe they're um, not getting the money they think they might just be like you know what, fuck it 
I'm com- I'm becoming a boxer, and then it's look more how long it took for them to do Masvidal's contract when you exactly that's what I'm saying. And Ages. He, he, he was a bit. He's he of more recent has become more of a big name because yeah. he's 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 gotten better. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, gone, all right, all right. What Isman did to him, my word. But but that's respectable. Yeah, that's what's respectable. You're fighting the champ. Exactly. If you lose to a champ, you lose he's to the champ. Yeah. Exactly. But um, yeah, I feel I feel like maybe yeah. That's what I'm saying. Connor, me personally, I think Conor needs to close the book on um, his UFC thing. Leave that legacy. You got that. That's you. Like whenever anyone thinks of UFC, I just don't think. think I just don't Conor. think. I don't think he can sleep at night going I don't down think he can and on a loss. I don't think he can either. That's why. I, I, as much as we're saying he shouldn't come back, he will come back. Well, he should have done when he beat um, Cowboy Serrano. Yeah, he should have stopped, stopped there. Then, then, then. Take a break and then look at. But he he did try to do that. To be fair, he did try to look at before fighting the second fight with. Um, Dustin he wanted to fight Pacquiao first yeah. he was predominantly he was camp was trained to do boxing first because he thought that was going to happen so he kind of did do that but it never could get to fruition to actually be the case so he but was forced what, to fight him but that, that's, a, that's another um, question on his mentality like why are you mixing boxing in the middle of UFC what do you want do you want to be the best at UFC he wants just to be fight, the like, face of fight of, uh, the, of, of face of fight like, that's it you can't I feel like I feel like that's not as ridiculous, but it's it's it, there's too much margin for error. Like focus on one thing. If you don't want to be the best at UFC, that's perfectly fine. Leave mm. UFC. Let the young boys come in. Let them do what they're doing. The, you've you've done so much for the sport that you're like you know in um, basketball they hang their jersey up. Yeah, McGregor's jersey's hung up. Yeah, he's it, he's he's in the rough. He's gloves. He's gloves to hang. Yeah, up. he's hanging hanging them up. Give it give give him a. a he trunks are hanged up. Build, build him like, a statue in Vegas. Yeah, Stun. That's him. That's what, that's what his legacy is when it comes to UFC. So, for me, among other statues in Vegas, though, uh, of course, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. He can't be the first. No, no, no. But I mean, Mike Tyson and shit, Mayweather, yeah, yeah, all these people. But I mean, in UFC, in, Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, in in the UFC world, me, me, metaphorically, yeah, he should. He be there, yeah. he has a statue. He's yeah. good. Every, everyone knows that, bro. The double champ, that the cocky um, Irish guy, that like the guy he, that came over the pond. Yeah, and he started shit talking everybody. everybody backing up, like, and because they think what they think in America that only they can trash talk and they put it. This guy came from Ireland. Man, man said to me, with all "What fighter that you know comes from Ireland has spoken at this manner?" Man, like, man came to me with, "You can't even read. Can't you can't even read." <laughs> Stress your age and stuff. Like. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he was moving. He was moving. Um. He's forty. You're forty years of age. Dress your fucking age. Carrying a school bag on stage. What are you doing with a school bag on stage? You can't even read. Yeah, overall, just to, just to sum up that fight, I think Poirier showed up again, yeah. does what he does all the time. I know we spend a lot of time on Conor. Credit to him as well. But Credit yeah, we spend a lot of time on Conor because Conor is the big... That, like I'm mm-hmm. saying, like this is the reason why we talk so much about Conor because he's the main guy when it comes yeah. to UFC and stuff like that. But... um yeah, kudos to um, Poirier. Poirier, for sure. And, um, and, and, you know, credit to what he does. He fights for, you know, yeah. non-profitable events and charities. So, you know, credit yeah, to him a, for doing a that. Good, he's a good guy, bro. Like, he just wants to... You can tell him he's still hungry. He's let, him go, let him go have the fights he wants to He wants to have. Leave, leave McGregor. McGregor, if you want to come back to UFC, leave Dubai. Go to go to leave California. Miami, go, go where everything. you need to go to get rid of all your distractions. And focus on focus on your um, craft, and you have to go back to Gremlin, Dublin to start all yeah, over go, again. Go, go get back, go get back to um, what you're used to. Doing. If you can't mentally lock in like that, 
Hang out, man. Hang out. Go do boxing. Go, do, go boxing. do with Jake Paul. Go yeah. do all of that stuff, bro. But even funny thing is, even if you fight Jake Paul, that money would be crazy. As crazy well. money. But yeah, it's up to you. But um, yeah, we're gonna wrap it up there. Um, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you um, share this. Like I said, share this with two of your friends. Like, yeah. subscribe, follow. Yeah. Share. Do do all of that. Do, do all, all of that. that. Hard hits on um, hard hits podcast on, on Twitter, Twitter and, and Instagram. Instagram. And um, yeah, uh, get involved in the discussion. Use the hard hits podcast hashtag. Ask us some questions. We'll um, we'll add Let us know seg- your thoughts. Yeah, we'll add another segment if you guys have questions for us when it comes to um, UFC or boxing. And we'll add another segment at the end at the end of the show, maybe. So um, and you hear us soon again with yeah. another UFC fight and boxing as well. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace.